C'est toujours un plaisir d'être là avec vous. Vous écoutez la fréquence 509. Merci à vous. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the IC109 podcast. And I'm your host, Larry Wiggs. Today's in-studio guest is Mr. Arius Williams, who is known as Arius Stottle. Yes, sir. Arius, what's up? Arius and I go way back to Hamilton High School. We were just chopping it up before we began the uh, the podcast. And um, yeah, we're talking about back in the days of uh, high school and all. So... Both of us are uh, L.A. natives, so let's bring some of the energy from uh, some of the legends in the building. So, Kobe, let us know. Let the people know where they are. You're at 109 right now. That's what's up. All right. So, Arius, what's good, man? Man, life is good, bro. Just um, enjoying this weekend. Glad to be here with you. Oh, yeah, it is the weekend. Is today <clears throat> Friday or Saturday? It's Saturday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Time is just flying by, and the way that I, um, you know, uh, keep up with time is like, I'll post a video on on YouTube, and then I'll look, and it's like seven days later. It's like twelve days later. I'm like, damn, that much time passed. <laughs> I just posted that yesterday. Like, no, bro, that was two weeks ago. Like, woo. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, time flies. We're having fun, man. Cool. Yeah, it's been it's been a fun a fun experience posting these videos and everything, and. I'm glad I was able to tap you, you know, um, and people in the community, folks I've I've known for years, folks who are are doing things, and I'm like, yo, let me try to build, you know, build this uh, this this podcast and everything. So I appreciate you showing up, appreciate you um, coming to talk to the people, whoever the heck is out there watching this. Somebody's watching, man. <laughs> if not now, later. That's right. That's the beauty of all of this. All right. Yeah, so let's see. Um, director, uh, scholar, uh, teacher, educator. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. And rapper. Yep, and producer. I make beats as well. You play the guitar as well. I do. Musician. Add that to it. So Arius does it all. All right. Um, let's talk about travel, man. Cause you know, you know, I travel. I'll be traveling, bro, doing my thing. Um, I remember we were uh, communicating at the time when you were in uh, Nigeria. I was, yeah. And you did. You were pretty. Um, what is it? Uh, productive. That time in in Nigeria was pretty productive for you. You have a uh, a production company, right? And <clears throat> you're working on some projects. Some project, and and you were. You did. You did. I think a, a video about Orishas. Yeah, we did a short film. It was called Ashe. It is called Ashe. All right. And we also did a web series called Discovering ABJ, which is really dope. Still out there. It's on um, uh, one of those streaming services, Quayle TV. It's on Quayle TV. So if you have Quayle TV, you can check it out there. Uh, we made a couple of music videos and just soaked in the culture, man. Wow, because. It's interesting that you went to Nigeria. Nigeria is a country I've never, I've I have yet to uh, to visit. Right. Uh, I, w I went to Ghana recently, and I was in D.C. 
And the taxi driver who was dropping me off at the airport in D.C., um, you know, asked me where I was headed. I said, Ghana. He was like, you know, you haven't been to Africa until you've been to Nigeria. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, man. And, uh, I mean, because it's what, the most populous yeah. country, or Lagos is the most populous city? It's the most populous country in Africa, and mm. one of the most populous countries in the world, but definitely most populous country in Africa. Okay. Yeah, and it's not just the numbers, it's the cultural influence as well. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would agree with the statement that you haven't been to Africa unless you've been to Nigeria, mm-hmm. but um, Nigeria is like, you know, powerhouse. It's like not coming, it's like coming to North America and not coming to the United States, you know, mm. in my opinion, so. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And um, so how long did you stay out there? Um, at that time, so I stayed there like maybe three years in total. On and off, I would I would come back to the U.S. Me and my family we would come back every so often, like maybe for a few couple of months or something like that, and then go back. So about three years on and off. Cool. And and your wife is yeah, Nigerian. She, she's Nigerian American. Um, she's born here, and uh, her family lives there. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> she grew up there as well. Yeah, man. So the now. The videos I watched of you that you produced, you know, during your time in Nigeria or around that time, like the the content. I mean, I've only recently, you know, come into this knowledge of these things, and for you to have known about these and have produced, you know, uh, work, you know, for for the masses to to see, you know, a decade before me, I'm like, dang. <laughs> But I'm I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I've arrived because now I'm I'm on this I'm on, I'm at this this point where if you mention there are certain trigger words if you mention them I'm like I know what he's talking about right and I know that he knows you know how deep this goes right you know and how powerful you know this kind of stuff is whereas there was a time when I was I was just like <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about right you know yeah so I mean shoot for me it's like I've always had a love for knowledge. In general, I mean, history has always been a passion and love for me since I was a kid. And so as I grew up, I wanted to know more about Africa and like where, you know, our people are rooted in. You know, obviously we're Americans, but, you know, we have an African background as well. And so um, that was kind of like a hole for me, like not knowing much about that. And so I really uh, took it upon myself to really find out more and I lived in Ghana in college uh, for a while and that was like did. Op- yeah that opened the door for me to Africa and what it's like to live in Africa and then um, I just kind of went down the rabbit hole of you know learning as much much about the cultures as possible when, when I discovered the Orishas I was like wow this is deep because I, I didn't know like you I didn't know at the time there was like this complex system of uh, deities you know, kind of like the Romans or the Greeks or whatever like that. I didn't know that we had something like that. And 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 that and and what we had predates predates the that. Romans yeah. and stuff and right. and and now the Catholics and and all these other things. right. It's, it's super old, super ancient, you know. Yeah. Um, and so once I learned about it, I just you know, like I said, I went down the rabbit hole and I uh, just wanted to understand what it was like to live in those ancient times in Africa. What were we doing? What are our, what are our stories? You know, what is our, 
our actual history like what are who are the legends you know like who were the ancient people back then to them you know like all those things you know fascinated me so that kind of bore out the um, story of Ashe that we, my, my wife and I wrote and you had to search for that that information that truth that wasn't just oh I'm gonna go to Barnes and Nobles and pick up a book on Orishas tomorrow and then right. I'm gonna study it this weekend and I'll be done right I mean it's a collection you know internet searches but there are some books out there that we definitely looked into but also talking to family and building on knowledge of the what you know knowledge of family and really old people you know everybody has a kind of different perspective uh about you know uh you know history and stuff like that but you know it all kind of built on each other and then we kind of developed our own view and perspective of it so this was like around the game of thrones time so when Game of Thrones was out, so we really wanted to do something like that. Like, what like time? What what year? What what years were those? I didn't even pay attention to Game of Thrones. It was out there, but it was yeah. So I was a big fan actually. So this was like we went to Nigeria in twenty thirteen. Okay. No, no, before that, I, no, yeah, twenty thirteen is when we went back and we left and we came back to U.S. in twenty sixteen. So twenty thirteen is when we went. So two thousand ten to two thousand thirteen was like Game of Thrones. Okay. Big okay. time. Yeah. I think, yeah. Now, you studied Africana studies, African history? I studied history as a bachelor, for my bachelor's, and then I went to UCLA, and I studied African studies, which is basically a combination of different disciplines focused on Africa, so political science, history, et cetera. So your undergrad is at Berkeley? Yeah. And then UCLA for your master's? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did, gra- I did graduate study at UCLA. I didn't quite finish the program, but... I pretty much finished. You, you didn't, didn't quite never finish. Never got the degree. <laughs> nah. So never got the degree. But. Okay, but you were in graduate studies at UCLA. Yeah. All right. Was that the the bunch? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. A cousin, um, cousin of mine um, was studying, and that I mean that's the center of blackness. I think you know on UCLA's campus. Right. So I had a I visited there one time, and yeah, man. Um, UCLA is great, man. It's a great school. I had, I was there 2012 with my mom, and uh, Professor Roby was his name, or, or Dr. Roby. Um, he was, you know, around when my mom was in school, and he had passed, and, you know, the black um, students, the, the, you know, the older generations, you know, they came to, uh, for his memorial, memorial and um, when I was on that campus, I didn't see many of us. Oh, yeah. I was like, good grief. There were a lot of Asians, including the, the Chinese and the uh, the Indians. And, and I was just like, and, and there were plenty of whites, but, I mean, there were mostly Asians. Right. And then a few a few of us, you know, sprinkled here and there. But I was just like, wow, okay. Right. Um, let me tell you. So recently I was um, looking at the timeline of history. Um, this guy... This professor, I won't, I won't mention it, him by name, and uh, I received an email from him today because I emailed him a couple of days ago asking him, like, why his timeline of history did not include more content from Africa or, mm-hmm. you know, specific to African empires that, right. I mean, he literally goes from millions of years ago to present day. Right. And he completely leaves out. For in, in my case, 
you know, what I came, what I learned about recently, Ethiopia and the Aksumite Empire and how that was a biblical, biblical empire, including uh, the Queen of Sheba. I'm like, bro, how are you going to leave her out? Right. That's just one example of, you know, the omissions in this, this timeline of history. Right. So I, I called him one and I'm like, bro, what's going on? And he was like, well, for, for my, you know, the, the timeline addresses what I'm interested in and what I think my students are interested in. I'm like, excuse me? Like, who are you and who are your students? Because you guys shouldn't, you should know this, you know? Yeah. So this was a very, I mean, it was a pretty doggone racist, <laughs> you know, thing. I'm like, wow, you're just, you're, you're, you're completely going with, you know, I guess what the Romans and, you know. Right. Had going on, and, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really ignore, like, the African no. influence because it's huge. I mean, like, we're talking about human human history, I mean, and civilization, Ethiopia, Egypt, Nubia, uh, yes. Mesopotamia, all those places yes. are, like, central to the development of human thought. Like, so you really can't skip it. Like it can't be it can't be skipped anymore. It can't be acceptable to skip those things because it's not even I don't know, it's not useful. These days, um I forgot the guys, uh it's it's not Hitchens, I think it's a Hawkins. Um, but the guy his brand or his his T shirt, and I have one of his T shirts, it says we are all Africans. This was his his thing. And like that I'm of that opinion, you know. Out of Africa is the, the, the base theory. And every human being walking the planet is an African. Yeah. You know, some Scandinavians have Neanderthal, still have Neanderthal blood. And I think it's Joe Rogan who said he has a high percentage of Neanderthal, you know, DNA. Right. Um, but that's a mixture. And at, at his core, he is an African. Right. And... I'm just like, that should be where uh, all study, you know, jumps off from. Right. At, at any given point today. Right. There's there's very little, um, you know, reason why it shouldn't be. Like, Spencer Wells, uh, Stanford University professor, he studied uh, DNA and all of this stuff. He basically, he proved it for me, 2012, that all humanity traces back to Africa. Right. I mean, of course, I'm I'm late in in learning this stuff, but for when I heard this guy say this, I mean, he's a white professor. I was like, oh, and Stanford University right here in California. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Right. <laughs> no more discussion. You know, <laughs> Africa's king. We all came from Africa. Th that's it. We're done. Okay. What are you talking about? What are we? No, no. If you don't, if you don't, you know, subscribe to this. It's not even a theory. If you if you don't know these th facts and ab and abide by them, then you're doing something you know, completely you know unnatural. Right. Creating some 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 wild, you know, stuff. Some false narrative. Um, yeah, and, you know, I mean, at this point, I th I feel like the science strongly supports the idea yes. that all human beings currently are descendants um, from the first humans in Africa. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, a lot of Europeans still, you know, have some Neanderthal um, DNA as well. But 
for the most, but all humans today, as far as we know, are what the Homo sapiens sapiens, right? And those are the people that came from Africa. Right. Um, but I think what's most important to know to to talk about too is not only the physical, but the thoughts, the 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 ideas that came from Africa, mm-hmm. and how these ideas transformed the entire world and are you know are the roots of our civilization today, you know? Because some people might just be like, oh yeah, they were just hunter gatherers out there, but the real civilization stuff didn't come until Rome and Greece and all that stuff. But that would be false as well. Because, exactly. You know goes way back, you know, like I said, to the Nubians and all the people even before them that we don't even know about. That's right. Yeah. I had the the book. I, I looked at it. See, you know, I'm, I'm bringing this up to you because I know you know. And, and, and for what I can say, you know, we, we can we can um, converse about that. But I, I was looking in the book uh, People's, People's History of the World by Chris Harmon uh, the other day. And Chris Harmon has a, has a chapter in it where he just basically says, you know, that Europe was backwards when Africa was advanced, and Europe's development was only because they learned from Africans. Right. Okay. I mean, everyone wasn't African, but everyone did not, you know, culturally, you know, and and you know, so so there was a time when when Europe was backwards. I mean, bathing wasn't a thing. Right. Um, and you know universities weren't a thing, and then the the Moors colonized you know Iberian Peninsula, Spain, and Portugal, right. and developed you know all of that. So I know you know, I I know you know because I listened to the track you made in two thousand and nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just re-released that. I was like, this I was like, this has to come back out, man. I think people need to hear it. So yeah, and I'm like. Oh man, he knows. Dude. <laughs> so let's take a little break and let's let's play it. And I hope we. Uh, I'm not gonna run into any you know issues. You know, having it on the podcast and what have you. So shouldn't be. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's written out of history. Black thought, black 
black words, black market, black looks. Black Friday, black people written out the books. How did black become a negative thing? When it's so obvious that we the first human beings. The whole world peeped our status, admired from afar. Was jealous of our riches, couldn't stand our shining stars. The white men invaded from the desert and the shore. The Arabs and the Europeans started holy war. It justifies a cause to enslave our population. Stole us from our homeland as slaves to build their nations. Took us to the Middle East as well as the New World. Locked up the men and raped the little boys and girls. Told us we were savage, well below the average. They said we was inferior, we had brain damage. Over time, the lies became accepted truth. Perpetuated by the media and the youth. Black minds, black souls, black strength, black power. So this is Black, Aristotle. Yes, sir. Man, Arius and I go all the way back to Hamilton High School. I think I remember you when when you chose Aristotle as your name. Really? Yeah. I think we were in Mrs. Johnson's class. Dale was there, and you were like, I got it. Aristotle. You we're, making that up? No, nah, man. <laughs> I, I remember re- that. I remember that. It was like, you were like, yeah. I'm, yeah, man. I remember that. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, the roots of the name for me, my wife kind of named me that. I was, uh, we were arguing about something. We always debating something, like having philosophical debates. And oh. I was saying something. She was like, okay, Aristotle. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man. That, well, okay. <laughs> I'll give her, I'll give her the credit, but I could have sworn, man. I was like. I think I think yeah I think hey, you could be right man like I have a, I have a horrible memory did you ever um maybe have the title you know put it aside you know revisit it and not or, that I can remember man okay all right your wife gets all the credit. I'm not, I'm not even gonna argue about that one I could be just making up stuff like man I was there you see I was there you know Dale was there too Dale and I heard boy. that name Aristotle <laughs> all right man yeah sorry cool 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 let's see what we what we got going over here so um i was looking for i was looking for a full uh a full album right so speak on that uh have you released a full album are we are you, i you... have released a full album in the past but okay. these are all mostly new songs that i've been working on so i'm just dropping maybe one or two a month for the rest of the year mm-hmm. i feel like if i dropped the entire album you know 
it probably uh, it, I just want I think by dropping singles it gets more attention like each song will get its attention and then by the time the year is over I'll have a whole catalog of music that I dropped and so I feel like it, I've been making songs over the past couple of years and I don't think it's an album you know like I haven't like made an album like I want to make another album that's like a cohesive album that's like a thesis has a thesis and a point of entire vibe so these are all kind of different songs that i've made over the past couple of years so i'm just kind of dropping each one individually okay for now yeah so i took us back um but the new the the latest drop i see that you have uh several for for this year 2022 right four but the one yeah the one that that really you know hit home was this indeed indeed niggas die every day Right. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, various <laughs> why are you bringing this up? Like, oh, bro. <laughs> but the, um, you know, the melody, um, the message is on point, and, um, yeah, and it's a good, it's a good vibe. Even, I mean, it's some hard, yeah, you know, uh, stuff to tackle. Right. I mean, that's kind of my thing, man. I, I, I tackle the hard things, man. Like, I, um... You don't shy away from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, it, this is real for me. You know, like, I just feel like as we're getting older... Well, for me, it kind of started after the, um, you know, there was the BLM protest in 2020, you know, which I was a part of. You know, I was I out got, there. I got the, the, the interview. <laughs> and I come, come back to IC109 and check out that interview. Arius was out in the streets protesting. Yeah, man. And it takes balls to do that, okay? Man. I was I was sitting back like man look at those look at those people out there. Hey, it was serious, man. Who's going at it? Who's going at it? But um and after that that summer like it was all these killings, you know, like mm. within our black community, you know, and I was just like, "Damn, man, like you know, like on one hand we're like, you know, out there protesting police brutality, but on the other hand, you know, we got our our own killing our own, you know, and then I started having experiences where friends were passing away, getting killed and then COVID happened and all this stuff like people that I knew passed away, you know, people's families, you know, young guys our age. I mean, we're not super young now, but I mean, like, we're not old, you know. Yeah. Our age, our age was dying, you know, and I was just like, you know, this life thing is limited, man, and, you know, like, we got to do what we can to make our mark felt, not only as individuals, but as a community, you know, make sure we build up our community and make sure we know that certain behavior should no longer be acceptable, you know, like, all the murdering and stuff that's happening. Yes. You know, so that's where that came from. Mm. All right. And, um, man. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get past that. My goodness. I mean, but what comes to mind, <clears throat> you know, it's Ermius. Mm. You dig? Yeah. Because um, that brother, you know, was taken out by another young brother. <clears throat> And, uh, I mean, our connection to, uh, the, to Nipsey Hussle, we're going to get into Nipsey cause you know, I, I don't mind uh, talking about Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Yeah. It, it was just a, a tragic event there. That case is in the, the news right now, that trial, that young brother, um, uh, is, is on trial right now. There are new developments, you know, coming out uh, daily. And, um, 
Nipsey was uh was a special was a special individual. Yes, he was. <clears throat> and um what was what was I gonna say? Something about Nipsey. I mean, we went to Hamilton. How mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton High School in Los Angeles. So, you know, Hassan was over here the other day. Hassan also attended um Hamilton. You and I attended Hamilton. Um, bad luck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, attended Hamilton. Merce. Merce. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. He was there. He was like a year or two ahead of us, right? Yes, Merce was. Most, a lot of the living legends went to Hamilton, actually. I remember seeing him rocking that military camouflage, <laughs> you know, rhyming to himself, going, you know, walking the hallways like, mm-hmm. yo, look at this cat. <laughs> Super weird, dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, what what I like about Merce is he took his birthday, and I think it's three sixteen. I think that's the same biblical verse, John three sixteen mm. or something. But his his birthday is three sixteen, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, and um, like he put that out there, like yo, uh, an an album title, and he just put he's he was just playing with those numbers, you know. And I thought that was cool because. That's essentially what I'm all about right. these days, you know. And it's a it's a whole unfolding, you know, peeling back the the layers of an onion. Like, what's what's going on with these numbers? You know, right. what do they mean and stuff like that. So, um, there's definitely something there. But yeah, the connections like Hamilton High School, the greats, you know, and um, yeah. So, Woo. yeah, man. Let's see. Merce and his uh, L.A. Man, forget talking about it. I'm going to just pull it up and play it. Man, dude. At least play a little bit of it. Let's see. I'll tell you, like, when, when, you know, living in L.A., I wasn't really vibing. I didn't, I didn't discover a lot of L.A. music until I left L.A. Yeah, I mean, outside of like the mainstream cats at the time, um, mm. like I remember, like when I was a senior in high school, AC Alone was big. Remember AC Alone? Yeah, yeah. That was one of those big ones. We went, we went, we went up to college. We took the AC Alone with us, man, and we put a lot of people in the Bay Area up on AC Alone. Uh, that, yeah, there was a lot of cats. Um, there's probably other people that could speak on it better than me, cause you know, like I, I can't pretend like I was like a super like duper like you know, mm-hmm. LA hip hop head at the time. I loved hip hop, but I wasn't like super into the local. Right. Um, so there's probably other people. And Lemur Park was where it was, you know, on and cracking with uh they had a project blow. It was. I wasn't there at Neither all. Neither was I. <laughs> Neither was I. I can't even lie. Not until later. I got I was there later, like in my in my twenties, but in high school I wasn't well, there. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. This is what I wanted to talk about. It, it's it's with regard to um, Nipsey. And you know what? I'm going to just play it for a second here um, since I, I brought it out. But this is Merce. We'll get like 10, 20 seconds of it. Merce in L.A. Right. This is Merce in Ninth Wonder, L.A. from 2006. Mm. 
I'm from L dot A dot California A hot days got shade. Let me take you round the way. A lot of out of towners can't handle this city where you wear the wrong color and it can't get tricky. But that was '86 and things done changed. We a lot more evolved with the way that we bang, not the rips and the dogs. Man, the smog might kill you, but you ain't gotta worry if you're staying north of Wilshire. Don't be scared. Don't be scared of Crenshaw. That was the last thing I heard him say just now. Speaking of being scared of Crenshaw areas, yes, and and you mentioned you know you weren't at Project Blowed, and I wasn't either. Not in the nineties, I wasn't. No. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And okay, we had this conversation um, several years ago. Um, in two thousand and eighteen, I mustered the courage to go to Crenshaw and Slauson to pick up the Crenshaw sweatshirt at Nipsey's, you know, mm-hmm. spot. Right. Mustered the courage, okay? <laughs> That's a key phrase there. And, you know, after after Nipsey's passing and all, I think we had a conversation and you told me that you were like, Bro, I had never I've never been to the marathon clothing store. Yeah, I never went, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying here is that's not uncommon. You see, we knew what element was around there, right? And we had to navigate L.A. I mean, being Angelinos, you don't go to certain spots, you know, not willy-nilly, you know, hey, I'm just going <laughs> to, oh, what's going on over here today? No, like, let's go see what's, no, 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 no. Um, it's, it was, it, it is serious like that. It was serious like that. And, and that's a testament. Right. You know, because you stayed away, I stayed away, and yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, at the time, it was just no reason for me to, to go. I mean, I knew it was there, you know, but, like, not like I don't be in the area, because I do, right. but, exactly. like, exactly. it was just no reason for me to stop over at the Marathon store. I mean, I regret it now. I was like, oh, I wish I went there and got mm. a t-shirt. I'm probably going to, you know, um, bumped into Nipsey or something like right. that, you know, but even though, you know, we've been in the same spaces, but, uh, yeah, man, it's just, you know. If, if I didn't have a reason to go, well, then, then like, why put yourself why? in that situation <laughs> right. when, okay, like you, you you could be pressed, right? Something could happen. Someone else is involved in something that could spill over into your, you know, wh- where you are. Um, it just, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of uh, energy that you didn't want. I was over there, very young. Um, I think I drove there to get my hair cut one time. And my idea was get in and get out. Yeah. You know, park the car, walk in, sit, wait for the barber, you know, have him cut your hair. Hey, thanks, man. Peace, deuce. Here's a little tip or whatever and get right. in the car and get out of there. Right. Yeah, I mean, like like you. I mean, I grew up in Mid-City, so there was no reason for me to do anything like where I needed to really hop out and like chill over there, you know? Right. like I mean, my grandmother lives over there, but... Like that that corner in particular, like you know, right. What what he was doing was really important, and I think um, it's definitely still an example. I mean, I definitely feel like him remaining in his neighborhood and you know doing his best to build it up is a blueprint, regardless of the potential sacrifice. I mean, we're all gonna die one day, but it was like, what are you doing while you're living? You know, and I think Nipsey is a testament to somebody who lived. You know, despite the risk and the sac, and he made this, you know, ultimate sacrifice. But hopefully, you know, we can learn from that and continue to build up and do beautiful things in our neighborhoods, like he was.